Hello and welcome back to Level Up with Emma. I hope you've had a fantastic week since we last checked in. As usual, it has been a very busy, crazy, wild week for me, but all good, all good. So this week I want to talk about change. Now I want to talk about this because there is a lot of this going on for me anyway at the minute and because it really does come up in life for the majority of us at some point in our lives we have to experience change on some level and this can be either a negative experience or a positive experience depending on I guess what that change is and you know what your beliefs are around change. So what is the need for change? Why is it that sometimes we need to have a change in our lives? And when I talk about this, I mean, it could either be to do with yourself as an individual. It could be something to do with your career. It could be to do with your location, any any form of change. I'm referring to all change here. And sometimes the need for change can be that we believe that we need to uh, develop ourselves, you know, that we need to grow as an individual, as a person. It might be because there is an opportunity arising from a change. And in order for you to make the most of that opportunity or to take up that opportunity, you would need to make a change. And it could also be just to have a fruitful life, to get back that zest for life. Because let's face it, when we do the same thing day in and day out, then it can get a little bit mundane. It can get boring and, you know, life can seem a bit dull. So sometimes it can literally just be that you want to make a change so that you can have a more exciting life. Now, there are many, many other reasons why you may find yourself needing to experience change in your life. These are just a few examples. So why is it that sometimes people struggle with change? Well, again, there's various reasons depending on your situation, your circumstances. I guess some of the main reasons why people struggle with change is because of one, comfort zones. You know, it's very easy to get kind of stuck into our routines, to kind of just plod along through life, you know, just take it day by day. Everything becomes very automatic and routine and that feels quite easy. It's it's simple, it's easy, it's generally stress-free. And when we're in our comfort zone, the thought of stepping out of that and becoming uncomfortable can sometimes be a little bit too much or changing up the routine that we currently have can seem just uncomfortable. Then there's also people pleasing. So sometimes change is done simply just because of people pleasing. Now, if you're a people pleaser, this generally means that you will do things or make decisions based on making other people happy. So you don't really put much thought into yourself, how it's going to affect you, what you really want. You just do it based on someone else to make someone else happy. And of course, then the struggle of change is that if it's just simply to please someone else, then you're not doing it to make yourself feel comfortable. You're not doing it for yourself and you might not actually want to do it. And then the other struggle with change can sometimes be a lack of knowledge and understanding what the change could potentially provide for you. Sometimes it can mean that you just 
don't know how to change. You don't know what steps you actually need to take in order to make the change that you want to make. So let's say you know what you want to change and that you're happy to do it, but you don't actually know the steps that you need to take in order to make the change. So it becomes a struggle. So how can we embrace change? How can we make change less of a struggle? If we think about what I just spoke about there, about the need for change and the struggle for change, then there's a few areas that I suppose we can look at. So one of the ways that you could start to embrace change a little bit better is by surrendering your limiting beliefs. And that's not surrendering to your limiting beliefs, it's surrendering your limiting, giving up your limiting beliefs. For example, if there's something that you want to do, or let's say you want to change your career, but in your mind you're saying that you're not capable enough to do that, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy enough, whatever it might be, these are your limiting beliefs. What this would then mean is to surrender those beliefs, to get rid of them, to just completely drop those beliefs and not listen to them anymore. And that's what I mean by surrendering limiting beliefs. Because if you're able to just drop any of these current beliefs that you have and just, you know, start fresh and just completely clear yourself of any beliefs so that you can step into something with that extra space, then you're more likely to be able to embrace it and be open to accepting what may be. And so for that to work, I guess also we need to be open-minded. We need to understand that, you know, the change could go really well or it could go really wrong. And it's to be open-minded that there are two scenarios possible, that the outcome is 50-50, and to be open-minded to whatever may come from the change that you want to take. And similar to that is to be curious. So change can often be quite a fearful thing. And the problem with fear is that it can be really paralyzing if you let it become overwhelming. Quite often, one of the reasons why people don't make changes is because they're too afraid to make the change, that they're focusing so much on a negative outcome or something bad happening. And so the best way, which I've spoken about in some of my podcasts in the past, is that to deal with fear, we have to get curious. We have to stop thinking or trying to make up a story in our heads about the worst case scenarios. And we have to understand that these are just stories that we're making up in our minds. But actually, if we go into it with a curious mindset that we just want to have a little dabble that we just want to find out that just we just want to see what's going on and if we have that mindset instead then it helps us to really manage fear and not allow it to paralyze us and obviously then when you've managed to get a grip on your fears you'll be more likely open to change Another way is to make a plan. And yeah, there's some people out there who say, you know, it's really exciting to just jump into stuff and um, do things unplanned and live your life in this, you know, crazy kind of way. But sometimes that's just a little bit 
too much for some people. And so if one of the reasons why you're struggling with change is that you're panicking about things going wrong or not knowing what to do, then making a plan could be extremely beneficial for you. So actually laying down the steps that you need to take for you to make this change and really just, you know, map it out as best as you can so that you have something to refer to and that you're not going in completely blind. And then with that, make a backup plan because you may already know that sometimes our plans don't always go to plan. And, you know, we may need a plan B or a plan C or a plan D or whatever, how many plans you want. But I think it's always a really great idea to have your plan and to have a backup plan so that you know that no matter what, when you step into this, when you step into this change, you have a structure to follow and you have a structure to follow if things turn the other way. Having said that, that doesn't mean that we're focusing too much on things being a negative outcome and so that's why we need to have a backup plan. That's not what I'm saying at all. And actually another way to embrace change is to really focus on the positives. You know, it's very easy in life to be negative bias. I think actually many of us are negative bias. I think the world is negative bias. It's so much easier to just think of the negative outcomes and situations and to let them become overwhelming. It's much harder to have a positive mindset and to be the one who is always trying to think positively and trying to see the good, especially if you have people close to you, you know, friends, family, who every time you try and bring about a positive comment, they kind of shoot you down and say, stop being a little Miss Posy. I just want to have a day where I feel negative. You know, they bring out that realistic talk. There is a line for sure. You know, we have to get realistic with what we are positive about and negative about. But I definitely think there is room in this world, in in the majority of us, to be a little bit more on the positive side of things. And, you know, when it comes with change, often the change is something that we haven't yet experienced, that we haven't yet done. And so actually there is no reason to go into it negative bias. There is no reason to focus heavily on it being a negative outcome because at this point it really is 50-50. There is no other way about it. So if we can focus heavily on let's say 70-30 of it being negative then we can definitely change that and do a 70-30 on that being positive. So it's really just switching your thought process and focusing more on the positives. And even if you have to write these down, you know, on a piece of paper and just have them stuck somewhere so that you remind yourself that there are some positives in this scenario. Now with change, it's also really key to bear in mind that there are positive change and there is negative change. Now what I mean by that is positive change is when you're doing it for positive reasons. So when you're doing it for self-development, 
For example, if you are struggling with binge eating and bulimia, like some of my clients, you know, a change might be that you have to change your current environment because right now that environment is triggering your binges. And so that would be a positive change. You're doing it because it's for your self-development. Or it might be that you want to change your career because you want to continue developing and growing. And the only way that you can do that is to break out of whatever career you're currently in and go into another one, change up your career. It may also be for just the experience. This this can be a positive change when... You know, you just want to create more life experiences. Like I said before, you want to have a more fruitful, colourful life, make it less boring. And then that would be a positive change. And then some negative reasons for change is when you're doing it solely for someone else, when you're not actually thinking about yourself and you're doing a change just to please someone else and that you have absolutely no desire in this change whatsoever it's a hundred percent because of someone else like I said before that would be a case of people pleasing where you're doing it just to make someone else happy but there is absolutely nothing in it for you whatsoever Another negative change would be to change due to a result of negative self-beliefs. So for example, let's say that you're thinking about changing the colour of your hair because, I don't know, let's say you're blonde and you believe that people perceive you to be dumb, stupid, not capable, not professional, and so you decide that you're going to dye your hair brunette. You don't actually want to be brunette, you don't have any desire to be brunette, but you believe that you have to make this change in order for people to start taking you seriously and to start recognising your worth. That would be a negative change. And then another example of a negative change would be because you're doing it just to fit in, because you feel like you have to change in order to fit in, let's say, with your friendship circle, with your work environment, or to network at social events, you know, perhaps you change the outfit that you would normally wear. These, again, are very negative changes because, again, you're really doing it to please other people and not yourself the whole the whole idea of do of changing just to fit in is completely external you're doing it for other people and not actually for yourself so i think you know it's really important to understand change you know because like i said at the beginning we all experience it at some point in our lives you know and there will be times in your life where perhaps there's an abundance of change happening and sometimes you know it may only be small changes you know it really can be anything from changing the way that you dress right the way up to changing whereabouts in the world you live you know but having said that whether it's a minor change or a major change, we can still experience the same sensations. We can still experience the same emotions. 
And what's really important is that any change that you make in your life has to be congruent with your goals, your needs, your passions and your desires and what you actually want out of life. Any change that you experience has to be 100% for you. Now, you know, it might be that you have to make a change because of a relationship, you know, with your partner, with your family, with a friend. This is okay if it is also beneficial to you and if, you know, you are still seeing that the change is going to have a positive effect on your life, you know, but when you're doing it 100% for someone else and you don't sit comfortable with it at all in the slightest bit, then this is going to cause all kind of troubles and of course the change is going to be a struggle. So understanding the differences is really key. And you might be doing it 100% for yourself, you know, for personal development, um, you know, for your own growth, to break negative habits, to develop more experiences. And again, it can still be quite a struggle, quite a scary experience. But this is where it is key to really focus on your positives, your positive outcomes and not your negative. Because usually people who are struggling with the idea of change, even though they are excited for it and, you know, they want it, you know, you can still struggle with the idea of doing it. And often that happens when your mind is more in favour of a negative outcome than it is a positive. So just doing a few simple daily tasks can help with that, like writing down the positive outcomes, posting it somewhere that you can see, reminding yourself of all the good that could come out of it and reducing the amount of time you spend focusing on the negative outcome. So I think if I was to put this into a summary of points of how you can embrace change, it would look something like this. Surrender limiting beliefs. Be open-minded. Be curious. Make a plan. Make a backup plan. Focus on the positives. These are just some of the ways that you can start to embrace change if that change is something that you truly, truly want. If you are struggling with change because it's something that you do not want, then that is a whole other topic. And really, that's going to be looking at people-pleasing, you know, and we can talk about this maybe on another podcast in the future. But this is really something else that needs to be dived into because being a people-pleaser, I can tell you firsthand that you are never going to be happy. You will never, ever be truly satisfied, fulfilled, and happy in life. And that's quite a bold statement to make, but it is so true. And I am very confident in saying that. Until you start doing things for you, for yourself, and you stop doing things just to please other people and make other people happy, then you yourself will not be happy. But like I say, 
that's a subject for another time. <laughs> so thank you for listening. I really wanted to talk about that because, you know, me, myself, I am going through a lot of change right now. Again, we're uprooting and heading off to Bangkok next week. So I will try and stick to the Tuesday release of the podcast. However, it is going to be a bit of a rocky one next week and I'm not 100% sure if I will get time to do it on the Tuesday. Um, But I can promise that I will do a podcast at least one of the days next week. So if it doesn't come out on Tuesday, I do apologise, bear with. Um, But I am once again moving location and we are off to Bangkok. So yes, more change. And I will, of course, keep you updated with that journey and everything that comes with it. If I'm going to be 100% honest with you right now, I you know, have had to do some of the mindfulness exercises myself to kind of accept the change again. You know, I think right now I would say that I am feeling quite comfortable, that I've got a nice little setup going on here. And, you know, just as things get comfortable, it's uproot and off we go again. Let's shake things up again. So, For sure. Um, Like I mentioned, you know, we are always going to experience change in our lives. It's always going to come around and it's it's how we manage it and it's how we regulate our emotions around it, whether we react or respond to the change. And when we become self-aware of how it is that we accept change or don't accept change and our emotions around it once we become self-aware of that it really helps to manage the outcomes of change and it can be such an incredible thing because you know you might be fearing something there might be something big happening in your life right now and you might be feeling quite anxious about it stressed or fearful and that's completely normal you know many of us experience that But what you need to remember is that this change could also be an incredible opportunity, especially if it's something that you perhaps haven't yet experienced, something that's completely new. So like I said before, it's going back to that 50-50 and knowing that right now you don't have all the answers, you don't know what the outcome's going to be. And so therefore, why not go positive? Why not think with a positive mindset? You know, why does it have to be negative? So long as you have a plan and a backup plan and another backup plan if needed, then you don't need to have such a heavy focus on a negative outcome. You can have a positive focus and I give you permission to have that positive focus because I think that's another thing is that sometimes we feel guilty for just trying to be positive all the time for worrying that if we don't think negatively then for whatever reason that means that we're not realistic or professional or mature but that's really not the case whatsoever being positive and having a positive mindset doesn't mean that you're being irresponsible it just means that you're choosing to favor the positive outcome over the negative but if you have your plans your backup plans and whatever's then there's really no need to be so heavily focused on the negative So like I say, I'll keep you updated with everything that um, goes on on this end. 
If you are currently going through something yourself, then I hope that you can find some value out of this podcast today and find a way to reduce maybe some of the overwhelming emotions that you might have been experiencing. If you want to chat about it, of course, as always, reach out to me on Instagram at m.powercoaching. You can also find me on Facebook and you can also email me as well empowercoachingteam at gmail.com. I would be more than happy to discuss any concerns, worries, anxieties that you currently face around change and to help you try and navigate your way through this. Because like I say, we're always going to experience it. So if you can learn how to navigate it now, then these kind of tools are going to help you for life. They're going to stick with you for life. So definitely reach out to me if you think that I can help you with that or you just need to chat to someone. As always, all of the details on how to find me and contact me will be in the show notes. So just scroll on down. You can find all of the information there. And if you have managed to get some value out of today's podcast, then please do leave a review. Five stars really does go a long way. It helps me go up in the rankings, reach more people. You know the drill. If you've been listening to this podcast, um, you know what I'm talking about. It really does help me out and I'm extremely grateful for it. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening and I will check in with you hopefully sometime next week. All right, bye-bye.